Blog Talk Radio. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. All right, all right. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White show. I am your host for the day, Maceo Coleman, and we will be uh, joined by the hostess with the mostest, Miss Jenny White. Are you there with us, Jenny White? Okay, well, I guess Jenny's not with us yet. Uh, she'll be with us shortly. Uh, but uh, our show today is going to be a part two of what we were talking about last week, uh, talking about the law of attraction. And uh, I think we had a great show. We covered a number of different topics and uh, a subject like that, you're not able to cover everything in one hour. So it's uh, definitely take multiple parts to break everything down, to get an understanding of what we're dealing with. Uh, take it piece by piece. Uh, but the big thing about it is just, you know, a brief recap is that the law of attraction uh, is really based on a positive attitude and a positive outlook. So um, have you ever thought of someone and then shortly after, afterward, they call you or you run into them at the grocery store or something? Uh, or have you ever needed a miracle and it happened just in time? You needed that $150 to get your car fixed. And lo and behold, you got a blessing. And so these are examples of things that were manifested, sometimes without even knowing the principles of the laws of attraction. So learning that everything has a vibration and that in order to attract it, you have to vibrate on that frequency. So tonight we're going to talk about the third eye, the pineal gland, and discuss the chakras and what they represent, and your thoughts can influence outcomes in your life. So without further ado, do we have the illustrious, the all-omnipotent, all um, omnipresent hostess with the mostest, Ms. Jenny White? You, you with us, Jenny White? Here I am. Here I am. Okay. All right. Well, welcome and to we're another. we're going to uh, listen for the disclaimer. This broadcast of the PJC Media Network seeks to present wholesome, thought-provoking, and entertaining content. However, the views expressed by the hosts of PJC Media are theirs and theirs alone. They do not reflect the views of this network or its affiliates. Please utilize listener discretion. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Let's Talk About It with Jenny White Show. Each week, we feature different topics concerning issues that sometimes 
can be difficult to talk about. These issues concern children and adults who may be autistic, have Asperger's, or have mental disorders of any kind. We will discuss law enforcement and how they interact with these persons. Now, let's start the show. All righty. Okay. Well, now, we, had, we, we had already started. We're ready that, to go. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, we we had done. We didn't do the you disclaimer. Yeah, it's all good, Jenny White. All right. Okay. So I'm I'm gonna let you go. And I was just calling to to introduce you and you know make sure we did our disclaimer and and the intro is so good. I did it twice and you did it the third <laughs> time. So we just want to make sure y'all y'all well, good I'm to sorry. go. Sorry. <laughs> because uh, I it's, I didn't hear it. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I mean, you know, if you want, we can do it again. Here we go. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the... <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, All right. uh, Lucy over there laughing. Lucy Payne, how you, how you doing, Auntie? You all right? Just fine. Just fine. Good, good. <laughs> right, right. I know. Omnipotent, you know. But um yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh uh the laws of attraction and uh see what we uh got going on. Uh gotta make sure um I got all my stuff. Let's see here. <laughs> all right. I'm where I where I wanna be. All right, so just talking about Did the laws of attraction. you wanna have uh the, with the law of attraction part two, you wanna uh say that first or uh, no? already, already read it, Jenny. Okay. I'm sorry. I didn't All hear right. it. No, that's okay. I was, I was about to say the show started eight o'clock, not eight oh four. You come you come in eight oh four. We didn't we just started the ball to roll it. Right, she started from the beginning. Okay, I'm a start. I'm a hush. <laughs> no, it's all good. We was on time. It's all good. So, all right. So, anything else you want to say? No. <laughs> just, I'm going to listen. I'm just okay. Well, I mean, jump in with it. It's your show. It's called the Jenny Talking. Let's talk about it with Jenny White. So, jump in whenever you feel the need. Um. <laughs> But what we have is the law of attraction and how your thoughts can influence outcomes in your life. And if you have any questions, if you uh, want to press the one on the keyboard to chime in, uh, feel free to do so. This is an interactive session. Uh, the law of attraction is a philosophy suggesting that positive thoughts bring positive results into a person's life, while negative thoughts bring negative outcomes. It is based on the belief that thoughts are a form of energy and that positive energy attracts success in all areas of life, including health, finances, and relationships. Based on these lofty promises, it begs the question, is the law of attraction real? While the law of attraction has generated attention in recent years due to books like The Secret, it lacks scientific evidence for its claims and is generally viewed as pseudoscience. 
How does the law of attraction work? Essentially, the energy of your thoughts manifests your experiences. I'm going to say that again, because sometimes we wonder why we having the experiences that we're having. It's because the energy of your thoughts manifests your experience. So, I mean, some people will, you know, beg to differ. Some people won't believe it. You know, it is what it is, but your experience is what it is, too. So, I mean, you know, it is what it is. If you like it, you love you like it, you love it, you know, or you don't like it and you hate it. You know, this is something for you to think about. So essentially, the energy of your thoughts manifests your experiences. So positive thoughts manifest positive experiences and vice versa. Advocates suggest that there are central universal principles that make up the law of attraction. One of them is like attracts like. A lot of people, you know, always wonder, why am I attracting these losers? Why am I attracting these alcoholics? Or, you know, these guys want to go upside <laughs> my head. Or women that are abusive and nagging, you know, because <laughs> like attracts like. This law suggests that similar things are attracted to one another. It means that people tend to attract people who are similar to them. But it also suggests that people's thoughts tend to attract similar results. Negative thinking is believed to attract negative experiences, while positive thinking is believed to produce desirable experiences. So if you're a positive person and you have a negative person in your life, you know, I'm sure you've heard, you know, of people blocking your blessings. Sometimes we block our own blessings, but, you know, sometimes we hanging out with people that's blocking our blessings too. So nature absorbs a vacuum. This law of attraction suggests that removing negative things from your life uh, can make space for more positive things to take their place. It is based on the notion okay, that it is. Okay, let me ask you, ask you that because, you know, a lot of women say that they're going to change a person. Change what? Oh, okay. Their attitude. And they think they can do that. But. The other person, you can change it yourself. You want him to do it himself? I said the only person you can really change is yourself. Maybe when you change, then that person will change. But you have to change yourself. Yeah, but he's, you know, he's thinking he's okay. Yeah, but if you change. Hmm? Yeah, yeah, but the whole thing is that you you can never change another person. That's true. From his experiences, That's true. things like that. But they always, we, we, they always say that. Yeah, well, I, I can and change they him. Try. I, 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 you know, he can be a drunk. I can change him, Lord. He gonna be saved. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Whatever. There. Yeah. He has she, the desire. You can help. But she have a that. hard time. Yeah. She has a hard That's time. True. That's true. When All right. Else. So, so was there a question behind you that, Jenny White? Someone else. Yeah, there's someone else that has something to say. And we'll bring him, bring him let in. Us what your name is? I don't know my name anymore. 
Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's oh, her laugh. She doesn't know her name. I everybody's know laugh for today. <laughs> hello, everyone. Hello, hello. Hello, Dorothy. I'm sorry I'm late. I was waiting on my food to come here. That's okay. Jenny was too. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. The host is, uh, is that isn't party. that something you're not supposed to say? <laughs> no, anybody that was on time would know. Okay, don't don't pay no attention, Dorothy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yes. did your food come? Just off the subject. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's for dinner? Mm-hmm. What what you eat for dinner? Sound like you eating it now. And you know this, green oh, okay. potato salad and rib tips. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's, that's a good Just dinner. tell me this. Have you ever heard of turkey ribs? I have. Yeah, I've have not had them, though, I don't believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I heard I heard of turkey chops. No turkey chops. I've yeah. heard of so turkey you... chops, but never turkey ribs. No, uh, uh-uh. no, I don't know about that. I know, you know, that's <laughs> probably the rib cage of the turkey. Breast meat. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably all it is, is breast meat from the turkey with a mm. bone in it, you know, something like that. All right, so let's mm. get back to the law of attraction. I, uh, Dorothy done attracted some rib tips in her life, so, you know. <laughs> <laughs> So let's go back to nature abhors a vacuum. And it says, this law of attraction suggests that removing negative things from your life can make space for more positive things to take place. It is based on the notion that it is impossible to have a completely empty space in your mind and in your life, since something will always fill this space. It is important to fill that space with positivity, proponents of this philosophy say. That's like, you know, you got a closet full of full of clothes, you know. Sometimes you got to get rid of some of the old clothes so that you can have, make room for the new clothes, you know. Sometimes you got, you know, a bunch of negative people in your life and you're wondering why things going the way they're going. Sometimes you got to get rid of some of them negative people and create a whole new network of positive people thinking, you know, more along the lines of how you think, Um so, yeah, sometimes it's in, it's important, very important to uh, get rid of the negative things in your life. Uh, so they always say, show me your friends, I'll show you your future. So, you know, you, you got to show me, you know, two, three, four, four of your friends. I can tell you exactly how far you going in life. You know, the present is always perfect. This law focuses on the idea that there are always things you can do to improve the present moment. I'm going to say that again. This law focuses on the idea that there is always things you can do to improve the present moment. That's what, the, that's right, what we're dealing with right now. While it might always seem like the present is somehow flawed, this law proposes that rather than feeling dread, or unhappiness, you should focus your energy on finding ways to make the present moment the best that it can be. Something that I found, and I think I may have read it, 
along the way is, you know, changing your perception of situations. Uh, no matter how dreadful or, you know, a situation or circumstance may be, it's your perception of that particular situation will dictate how you feel about it. Um, it could be something devastating to you, but if you, if your perception of it and perspective of it doesn't make it so devastating, then you won't feel devastated and you will deal with that situation differently than you would if it just devastates you and, 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 and knocks you off your square. Um, and, you know, I found that to be true, whether it's dealing with the passing of someone, dealing with the loss of a job, you know, repossession of a car, you know, loss of a house, whatever, whatever can be devastating to you. You know, if, if your perception of that, if you don't let that just take you out, you know, or to the point of where a uh, situation is so dire, you contemplate suicide. If you take that same situation and change the way you look at it, you know, to the point where, you know, you could imagine taking your life, you know, you'll handle it differently, you, even though it's the same situation. It's your perception and the way that you, you, you digest it. And the present is always perfect. You know, we can always, you know, do things to improve our present moment. So it's the laws of attraction. And how do you use the law of attraction? Um, some people want to know, how do you get started with it? So according to this philosophy, you create your own reality. You create your own reality. What you focus on is what you draw into your life. If you say, you know, I hate this, I hate that, then that's what you're going to be dealing with. Everything that you hate. Because that's what you're saying. That's what's coming out of your mouth. That's what's in your mind. That's what you go to bed thinking. I hate this. I hate that. You know, why me? So it suggests that what you believe will happen in your life is what does happen. You know, the positive and the negative. Sometimes we don't put the positive to the test enough. You know, I think sometimes, and I, I mean, I'm at that point in, in season in my life where I'm going to test God for everything I possibly can. You know, I always say that you have to give God something to bless. So that means you have to be doing something for him to bless it. Now, if you're sitting back and you ain't doing nothing, you just, you know, I want this, I wish I had, or, you know, then, you know, ain't nothing going to happen to you, you know, because it's just a wish. You wish you had this, you wish that, you know, but when you bring things into existence, uh, some things that you can do to incorporate the law of attraction into your own life begins with being grateful. You have to be grateful with the circumstances that you have right now, the things that you're grateful for, waking up today, you know, the health of you, not, you know, maybe your oh, yeah. health, maybe the health of your children or someone else that you care about. Uh, being grateful for, you know, because there's snow outside, you know, hey, I know it's cold. But I'm grateful because, you know, I've been allowed to wake up and see this, you know, and see the beauty in it. I might not like the snow and I can't stand the cold, but I'm grateful that I'm here to be able to see it and feel it and visualize your goals. You have to visualize your goals to the point where you feel like they're real. 
you feel like you're living in that space. You know, you you want a new home. You have to visualize yourself as if you already have that home. You have to feel it. You know, uh, there's a book that says the feeling is the answer. The feeling is the key. You have to feel it. Some people, you know, can't visualize it because they, they aren't visionary. Some people just want, you know, but you have to visualize your goals, even like a window shopper or, you know, a daydreamer. You know, you have to imagine yourself there. You know, you sit there and take five, ten minutes and imagine yourself walking up under the Eiffel Tower in the rain, you know, to the point where you can feel like your face is wet, you know, or you can hear the water falling on the ground, you know, or you can feel the wind blow on your face and you in the house. But if you can get to that, be that deep and visualize something and you feel like you're there and when you open your eyes and you in the kitchen, you know, or you in the dining room, you know, you know, you didn't just took a journey, but sometimes it takes that. It takes that level of imagination. It takes that level of taking yourself and vibrating on that frequency. Some people just don't do it. Not that they can't do it. Some people just don't do it. Some people are so caught up in the rat race. And then, you know, sometimes we get caught up in whatever we caught up in, you know, to the point where, Sometimes it seems like all oh, that's behind us or beyond us. It's like, you know, them days, you know, them days are over, you know, the, 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 the times that I, you know, could have done it or would have done it, you know, I, you know, it's not going to happen for me right now. Not like that. Um, but the present can always be better in the moment, you know, and it's all about, uh, how we can improve our present moment. Um, you know, just like the real tips, show, smell good, you know, that's improving, that that's improving the present moment. <laughs> even, though I can't, even though I can't smell them at all, I'm imagining, you know, the suckling barbecue sauce and, and grease, you know, just, just falling in the plate, you know, so, you know. Baby, so, you, you, so you got it right. I know that's right. So I'm visualizing that so tough. I'll probably have some tomorrow. See, I can make it happen. <laughs> right. So, you know, um, look for positives in a situation. A lot of people, you know, don't necessarily see the, the, the glass is half full, half full. You know, it's a lot of glass half empty people. You know, you have to look for positives in a situation. Uh, it's a lot of people that default to the negative. Um, you know, some of these people, you know, so, you know, you might even be one of these people, you know, that first thing come out of your mouth is what's wrong. You know, somebody call you what's wrong. You know, ain't nothing wrong. Everything is right. I'm good. Why are you, you know, why are you asking me what's wrong? You know, and I, and I knew somebody like that and I had to tell them, you know, because it made me feel some type of way. You know, first thing I call you, you know, what's wrong? What's wrong? You know, ain't nothing wrong. Why do you think something wrong? I mean, you know, you making you 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 making me feel something, you know. So they're messing with your vibe. It's messing with your frequency, you know. So you have to make that a short conversation, but that's just an example, you know. So look for positives in situations. You know, you almost got in a car accident. So the the good thing is that you didn't, you know, or it, maybe you did, but the good thing is you didn't get hurt. You know, so 
you know, or you didn't hurt nobody, you know. So it's it's always a positive, and you know, so learn how to identify negative thinking. So even with ourselves, sometimes you know we'll think some crazy, crazy stuff or negative stuff. And you know, I know I had to check myself, be like, man, I rebuke that thought. You know, what is that coming from? You know, uh, you know. So sometimes you know we just be thinking crazy. The devil, you know, just sneak in there and throw something, you know, throw something. You'd be like, huh? You know, let me get this out of my mind. You know, let me think positive. You know, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you. You know, and use positive affirmations. You know, I I am beautiful. I am positive. I am, I am a queen. I am a king. I am great. You know, we have to, and you know, and, and you know, we teach our, our kids that. We've had, always taught our kids positive affirmations and we teach our grandkids positive affirmations, you know, uh, because, you know, the world is cruel, you know, and kids in school are cruel. That's just like, you know, my granddaughter today, you know, hanging out over here. Can you hear me say hi? Hi. Okay. She's in here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, too far away. (laughs) Hi, daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, you say hi, nanny. Right. <laughs> so, oh, you know, that's I my was girl. T- yeah, I was telling her today. You know, she she got her hair braided in a, a nice little fancy style. I was like, that's cute. I said, did the kids, yeah, did the kids at school? You know, did they like it? She said, didn't nobody say nothing. I say, well, you know, they hating <laughs> on you. They hating it. Sometimes it ain't what they if what they say. Sometimes it's what they don't say. You know, so mm-hmm. I, had to, I had to school on the haters. She said, I saw them looking, though. So I was like, yeah, I know they looking. You know, sometimes you have to catch them off guard and say, hey, I like your shoes. And they'd be like, huh? You know, what? And, you know, so, yeah, sometimes it ain't what the haters say. It's sometimes it's what they don't say. But I know you're looking. I know you're looking at me. You know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, so, you know, use positive affirmations so that you can keep your mind right, and your mind focused in the, in the negative world around us. So reframe that negative is- events, yeah, in a positive way. So, you know, just like I was saying. What'd you say, uh, Sister Lucy? I noticed when I was a little, I was coming up, my mother used to call me, she says, um, she used to call me Sad, Sad Lucy. Sad, Sad Lucy. <laughs> Every right. time I come home, Mama, mm. they did this to me. Mama, this, Mama, that. Mama, the teacher said this. Mama, and it's, it's the funniest thing I had I, as a young person, I, I had a lot of uh, childhood illnesses, too. Out of everybody in the household that was there, you know, I caught diphtheria. I caught, you know, diphtheria. When it was really going around. And then I, that's one thing. And then one morning I just woke up. And I couldn't walk. Wow. Well, you know, sad. Then I had asthma well, all that time. Sad, sad, Lucy. And like I said, this doctor told me, he said, you, he said we've given you everything is in medical science for asthma. And you're still sick. I think you need some mental help. He told me that. And I said, you mean I'm crazy? <laughs> you hmm. know. But anyway, he was trying to find. He said, well, how, we can't help you with nothing anymore. You know, he was saying that. And look, I had to turn to something more positive. That's when I got into health and looking at health products and things like that to help myself out, you know. But uh, she used to always call me sad, Lucy. Every time I come home, it's something. Something hmm. wrong. Something that I went to, I got sick and I looked at, I was running to the hospital with all the time. 
Sad, sad Lucy. <laughs> now it's <Well>, different. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, I mean, there, there you go. I mean, sometimes, you know, hindsight, you know, we'll see, you know, that maybe we weren't on our best or in our best space. And, you know, and then maybe things, some things that people would say to us, you know, will reflect on us later. Like you were just saying about what your mama would call you. But sometimes, you know, we have people that are close to us that say negative things about us, you know, yeah. um, you know, that really affect the way we might look at ourselves. You know, I've heard people cussing kids out, you know, that can barely walk, oh, yeah. you know, out in public, you know, and I'm looking like, huh? You talking to that kid? Like, what? You know, I've heard people, you know, telling people they're stupid, you know, you dumb. And so, you know, those type of things. Now, those people have issues on their own, but they're passing that yeah. energy on to the people that a they're, you know, yeah, to the child, you know, to the teenage children, you know, or, you know, just anybody that talks down and talks that way to somebody else. Um, and sometimes, you know, people will live up to those behaviors. You tell a kid he's dumb or he's stupid or he's bad. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, you know, people will live up to those expectations. You know, you say I'm stupid, you know, so I'm going to do something stupid. You say, you know, you say I'm, I'm, I'm dumb. So, you know, that's why I'm plunking out of school. You know, so uh, a lot of sometimes a lot of that comes straight out the house. You know, and you're talking yeah. About, yeah, I mean, if, you know, if the, if the house ain't happy, you know, is dysfunctional, you know, maybe it's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lack of income, or maybe there's some substance abuse, or whatever. You know, um, people. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, whatever it is, uh, it can be a negative influence on on you know the people that's in that yeah. space. You know, and until you are in a more positive space, and I mean, you know, that's like the mentoring that I've done with you know, the midnight golf program with high school seniors, <clears throat> you know, yeah. I have, yeah, I mean, I was doing that. I took, you know, last year off, but I was so impressed with the vulnerability of some of these kids to tell their stories that, you know, I don't think I would ever have had the nerve to tell anybody about anything that, you know, was negative in my life that, you know, I mean, you know, these kids just like they found a safe space and they felt comfortable being able to express themselves. And so in doing that, you can understand a lot of what they go through or, you know, behaviors and things of that nature. Um, so, uh, you know, that, really opened my eyes and it taught me a lot. I mean, you know, it taught me as a, an adult, you know, these kids, and I didn't expect that. I thought, you know, it was all about the mentors giving to the kids, but you know, these kids were teaching me, you know, and it kind of taught me how to be a little more vulnerable and transparent in my life. And, and, and that made me, it was a freeing experience, you know, I'm like, what? You can you can be like you can do this or say this and and what you know now nah, I mean not everybody's not you know some people will judge you but then you know others won't 
you know, and then if you don't care, you know, what people think, then it really don't matter. You know, you just freed yourself. Yeah, so. You have to be your own best friend. Oh, for sure. You know, your happiness is your responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. So the law of attraction may not be an immediate solution for everybody, for all life challenges. It can help you learn to cultivate a more optimistic outlook on life. I mean, you know, if you look at life more optimistically, if nothing else, you're going to feel better about the day than you would otherwise. I mean, because that's all we got. If this is all I got is the 24 hours that God has given me today, you know, then I need to feel as good as I can with my situation, you know. And, and even in the midst of chaos, I can find some type of space where it's not just wreaking havoc on my mental health. I mean, I, you know, found myself at a point where things were just stressful for me and um, I didn't have all the answers. And some situations I didn't have any answers. And, you know, it had my blood sugars, you know, high, you know, because I was stressed and you know, just trying to cope and make it, you know, and, uh, and so, you know, I had to find a way to get my mental together, you know, so I started meditating and that meditation got me, it was a good foundation for me to calm my spirit. You know, and allow me to connect and speak, you know, with my higher power and talk and ask for what I wanted, you know, the strength to to endure these situations, Um, not to make it necessarily easier for me, but, you know, give me the strength to deal with it, you know, and guide my steps. In a positive manner, yeah, in a positive manner. Because I know this too shall pass and it ain't going to last forever. But while I'm going through it now, you know, at least let me have a calmer spirit. And once I was able to get to a level of mental clarity, um, you know, my numbers, uh, my, my glucose numbers, you know, had been miraculously you know, within range, you know, and it, I mean, it even shocks me that uh, they had been so consistently, but I know it was mine. It was a mind over matter. And it just showed me how much that is real. You know, it's real in my mind and it's real in my body, you know, and then, you know, I was kind of going through a stressful, um, uh, stressful couple 48 hours and then, you know, I checked my, my glucose and it was, you know, it was high. So it was like, wow, man, you know, get your mind right and, you know, it's going to be all right. So, you know, cultivating a more optimistic outlook on life makes all the difference in the world. And when it comes to relationships, you can use some elements of the law of attraction to work towards your relationship goals. One way to do this is to become more aware of the things that might be holding you back when it comes to allowing love in your life. If you notice the issues like a fear of vulnerability, 
keep you from forging strong romantic connections. You can start taking steps to overcome those fears. Approaching your relationships with positivity may help you form healthier relationships. We're going to talk about uh, what we can do right now. Is Jenny White, would you like to take a break? We can take a break for a minute and well, come on back. You can. Okay. You, um, you got to. You got control of the board. Pick something you want to pick something you want to play, and we'll go from there. We'll be right back after these messages. If you are in need of life insurance, auto or home insurance, or need help in getting out of debt, call your helpful insurance agents at Prime Financial Services. Did you know if you add a child rider to your life insurance policy, you can add multiple children for the price of one, starting at ten thousand dollars worth of coverage for under ten dollars. Call today. For a free quote at 313-293-0979. Mention you heard this ad on this show for a free gift. Want to start a business or have tax issues? We know exactly how to handle your individual needs. We personalize each individual and give you the time required to focus on your needs. We audit you before the IRS does. The IRS is not on your side, but we are. We set up companies, do tax preparation, tax and retirement planning, bookkeeping, IRS audits, and reviews. Please call me, Deborah Mitchell, owner of Mitchell & Company, for a free consultation at 248-354-5122. And visit my website, MitchellTaxAccounting.com. Is your food bland? and you want to spice it up, does it taste like something is missing? What's missing is my seasoning, Butch's bodacious seasoning, all-purpose seasoning, good on absolutely everything but ice cream. I'm Linda Porter, President and CEO of Butch's Bodacious Seasoning. To get the spice back in your life, Call me at 313-393-2738. You won't regret it. Thank you. We're back with Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. Okay. Well, we're back now, and uh, I would have something to say just a little bit, a little bit. It's, um, I have this book, and it's called 15 mm-hmm. Ways to Live Longer and Healthier. And it is really, it is really good. And I like it. And you guys, you know, if you can, you can get it and just read it because, it tells you about yourself. And the best thing that you need to do is, you know, uh, you believe and declare that because your soul is healthy, you're going to have good success and good health. New doors are about to open. Opportunity is going to find you. Healing is coming with strength, energy, and vitality. So 
This is telling you about you, and it knows that you have, uh, sometimes you have a mistake, but that's okay. You have to learn how to learn to forgive yourself. Now, I don't know how many of us forgive themselves. I know I had a problem. I know I had a problem. And I would, if I had done something that I thought was wrong, I would stay uh, with it about three, four, five days. And I walked with that. And, you know, I was just pitiful. And, you know, that's how I think about myself. But, you know, with this book, it's telling me that nobody should think better of me than me. Don't go through life thinking little of yourself. Focus on your wit, dwelling on your failures. We're not supposed to do that. We don't go through life thinking little of ourselves or focus on our weaknesses, dwelling on our failures. Come on. Now, I don't know, and I'm trying, but uh, it helps you even with your, uh, if you have, physical issues, you can do that. And if you continue to do that, you can fix your own self. Now, I know a lot of us not, I don't know, I don't believe that. But, you know, why don't you try it? Why don't you try it? And stop thinking about how bad you are, and you can't do this, and you can't do that, but somebody else can do it. No. So that's, I think that's really good. I think, I don't know how you guys, how you think about it, but, you know, um, Whether or not people treat you good or not, you be happy. Oh you yeah. You know that's um yeah. That I have heard that um I heard this a long time ago. Because of what we because of way black people have been treated now, this is what I heard. Uh, for some time, no matter who you are, when they see your color, it, it spells. You know, we pick up from it. The way and all over this world, uh, we're we're in trouble. Okay, I have heard it said that the reason why there is so much uh, prostate cancer within our men and breast cancer is because of relationships that we have had that have failed, that have that have left us devastated with the male organs that affects them and with the women's. You know, the breast and all that, that affects it. 
It's because of the emotional people that we have had in our lives that's still underlying and it's still stewing there. And it's t- finally it'll show itself physically. Now, I've heard that an awful lot. It's the way we see ourselves because of the way we're made to that's see right. ourselves that's in relationships right. and stuff. You know, how come this thing is so rampant, especially within, uh, I, I'm understanding it's within black males, the, you know, the prostate cancer, you know, the male organs and the women, you know, I've heard that this is why we have this problem. Because we, yeah. inside, yeah. we do not like ourselves. Because of what, what, what our skin, when we, we come out in the audience, you know, it stands out. That's what stands out. You know you go what you're going to have to deal with and all of this. And this is happening all over the world, this type of uh, response. Oh, yeah. oh, I think yeah. it's more prevalent. It's more prevalent in, black, in the black uh, culture. That's what I heard, you know. The male organ, which know, makes you a man, you know. Go ahead. It helps you. It helps you to think about how you feel about yourself. Get in the habit of thinking happy thoughts. You know, declare that you're going to live happier and you're going to enjoy your life more. Why don't we do that? Why don't we do because that? In a, Why don't we in enjoy a lot of ways, we're our rejecting lives. ourselves. Yeah. We're rejecting ourselves because we've been rejected. Yes. Hmm. yes. Our experience has been we've been rejected. We're continuously being rejected, no matter hmm. what, you know, politically. I know. Uh, I understand that. But you, have to, yeah. you have to learn. I know. I know there are a lot yeah. of people that, you know, they talk about you, and, and and you know what, and you believe it, but you have to do your own thinking and do it good. Do you know that you can heal your oh, yeah. body? You can heal your own body, but you have to do it. You have to do it. You can't walk around with, well, I, I, I didn't do that right, and, I, and no. I don't know. And Joe said that he going to put me out if I don't do this. You can't do that. Well, he just found somebody else and all this stuff. Yes, we hurt one right. another, yeah. We hurt one another. Right. The way we feel about each other, but yeah. The way we feel to, about ourselves, I should say, yeah. We have to learn, we have to learn how to deal with ourselves, and that will help ourselves. Self-acceptance, You don't have to look for, right, you don't have to wait for somebody to say, oh, man, you're you're doing pretty good, you know, and it's okay. You pat yourself on the back. You pat yourself on the back. But you should have said it first. <laughs> but you know, if they said to you, you say, well, I know that. Hey, I, well, I know that. <laughs> right. Yes, I know it. <laughs> but we yeah. have to learn. We have to learn for ourselves. We have to do that. You can't wait for Susie or Johnny to come Other up people, and, yeah. and, and pop. 
you know, pop you on the on the back and say, yeah, you're a good guy or whatever. No. You have to do it for feel yourself. feel good about yourself. Yes. Feel we good have about yourself. To. Yes. And a lot of us don't know how to do that, and they don't want other know do about that. it. Right. You want other people to do it for you. Yeah, they lift you up. No, you lift yourself up. By the time they get yeah. up there, you say, well, you're, you're, well I, I could have told you that. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But Feeling a lot of times, even uh, when uh, Christ was going down the street with the donkey and people were throwing all the things on the, you know, and they talking good things and what did they do? Turn around and then want to hang it. You know. Oh, yeah. You you can't no. You have to be you have to have it in you. That's what you have to do. That's right. For yourself. You know that and picture that, that uh, they have yeah. That picture not over talking, but that picture they you've probably seen this picture. When they usually show a slave being that was beaten, they show this man with his back on you can see his back. And it's all tarnished right. and cut up and everything. That man come to find out the the master beat him and beat him and beat him and beat him that way, and he still got up and ran off. And they found him again, and they beat him and beat him and beat him and beat him some more, some more. And he pulled himself together, got another chance, and he got out. And he finally made it and became a soldier in the Union Army. They kept beating that man, and you know. When you look at it, you know, it's back. They use, when they show a man who's been beaten and a lot of these slave pictures, this, it's that man's back that you look at that's just tore up. But he kept going at it, no matter what they did. And he finally won his freedom. Well, I was, I was reading that. Uh, yeah. We have well, to you do know, it ourselves. That's, a, that's mm-hmm. a whole other show, you know. I've seen that picture, you know. of, of, of his Yeah, back. his back is tore up. You got up yeah. and went out there. <laughs> and you know, we'll yeah. we'll we'll have to talk about uh uh I've got a book yeah. um talking about the first six black millionaires out of slavery. And so um we'll have to uh, discuss that. Maybe we'll talk about that next week. Um but yeah. you know, this is going to be um, you know, like everything that Jenny White was saying and and you know, we've been talking about today, talking about how, you know, our positive thoughts and how we can actually heal ourselves, you know. Um, oh, yeah. You know, uh, just with our positive thinking. And, you know, there are natural herbs that we can use because, you know, these doctors want to, you know, give you all these statins and all these other things, you know, they put all these chemicals in your body. Um, but, um, you know, we will... This is going to be a, uh, an interesting year, you know, because it's a presidential election year. And, you know, uh, a certain person is, is talked about in the news every day, every day. Yeah. You know? And the closer we get to, you know, these primaries and the election, it's, it's going to be um, quite interesting. Um, you know, for oh, us yeah. and 
and we'll have that conversation as well, you know, on another show, you know, not to get too far away from uh, what we were talking about with the laws of attraction. Uh, but one yeah. of the things that I did want to cover before we end the show today is talking about uh, the third eye. And sometimes if you were asked the question, how many eyes do you have? And you answer two, of course, that would be incorrect. Uh, you actually have one more with your third eye being perhaps your most powerful source of knowledge. While we all have a third eye in potentiation, many have one that is simply closed or as it's commonly called classified. It's classified. You know, it's, you know, it's not clear. It's like glaucoma, you know, um, or cataracts on your third eye. And while there are many reasons for a closed third eye, including diet and environment, the most common reason is that we simply don't use it. It lies dormant. The good news is there is a surefire way to open our third eye, and it's been the go-to way of doing so for thousands of years, and it's called meditation. Now, that meditation is a powerful thing. It will have you... I mean, you know, it'll it'll have you in a space, in a mental space where you know uh, you 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 know you just have a feeling, you have a connection, a direct connection with God, and you know, and I know my wife had one because you know, you know, <laughs> it was like okay, 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 you and you and Jesus on a first name basis, huh? You know, so I'm a believer, you know, that, <laughs> that you know, the third eye is real, you know. Um, and here, you know, a short uh, discussion on the benefits of an open and activated third eye is why meditation is the best tool to tap into the infinite, this infinite source of knowledge. And, mm-hmm. you know, for those that want to know how the third eye works, it's often called the third eye chakra. This vital pineal gland located higher energy field is how and where we're able to tap into that which we can't see, taste, physically feel, hear, or smell. Because this powerful sixth sense transcends our five most basic human senses, it makes itself known to us in another way that is via gut feelings. If you've ever had a gut feeling, that's your sixth sense. That's your third eye. In fact, with the growing acceptance of the quantum field theory that we all are divinely connected to one another, a growing number of scientists believe third eye intuition to be valid, verifiable phenomenon. So, you know, if you want to know how your third eye chakra is open and activated, For instance, have you ever gotten a feeling that someone you love was in danger or moments later got a call to justify your feeling? Have you ever thought of someone seconds before they email, text, or call you? The proverbial saying, all you need to know is already contained within. It's quite true and especially practical in this day and age. And through meditation, you can harness and develop this ability to an impossible level. And see, that's what I'm working on this year. I'm working on, you know, having this natural experience. You know, I want to have a supernatural experience. 
you know, um, and many highly successful people owe, whether knowingly or unknowingly, their fame and fortune to developing and trusting the data received from their activated third eye, making it no coincidence that such a majority of successful people practice meditation. Being able to know the unknown and see the unseen is a valuable superpower indeed. You know, I was listening to something and it was saying that, you know, if we were to travel from here, cross coast, from here to California um, at night, and, you know, our headlights only shine, you know, 200 yards in front of us. If we keep driving and keep going forward, eventually we're going to get to our destination, even though we can only see 200 yards at a time. So, you know, the third eye activation benefit is razor sharp intuition and how we harness the wisdom within. It just helps you achieve higher states of consciousness, greater self-awareness, deeper emotional mastery while easily handling the stress of the day. Meditation also tunes you in to an innate gift that we all share, intuition. My thing is if I'm going to be here on this earth, and for the rest of the, the years or the, the rest of the time that I have left, I want to be able to be at a higher mental level. I want to operate at a higher consciousness, you know, than a lot of the people around me. I want to be able to benefit my life in a greater way uh, and trust, you know, my gut feeling and intuition. Um, so, you know, the third eye meditation is what is really important. And in the beginning of your meditation practice, you'll realize just how much inner intelligence you already have at your fingertips. And once you start seeing the massive benefits, you'll have all the motivation you need to continue opening and activating your third eye to its fullest capacity. Great help. Your third eye intuition knows how to restore better relationships. Your third eye intuition knows how to attract more career and financial success. Your third eye intuition knows the step-by-step process, knowing and fulfilling your true life purpose. Your third eye intuition knows precisely why you have chosen this life at this time. How much better would your life be if your inner infinite wisdom was available at your beck and call. Luckily, meditation is the very best solution. I'm going to say that again. How much better would your life be if your inner infinite wisdom was available and you tapped into it at your beck and call? You know, I don't know. Well, I don't know about that, but I know about God. I don't know about that, and I'd rather do that thinking than other that. If I am going to be in a good shape way, I have to learn how to be okay and not you know, go on with a negative thought or whatever, you know, you got to be hollering and doing all that. No, I'm not going to do it. 
because if God keeps me on what I'm doing, I'd rather be with him. I think I'll do better with him. And I'll well, do all, better. Well, all this is doing I don't, is... I don't know about what you're you're talking about. I, I don't know. But I, I don't know if that's any... Um, if it's close like what I'm saying. But I know what I have to do. I have to learn how to be trying to keep a better attitude every day. I don't care what happens. Well, you know, I I, I, understand, I hear what you're saying, and I understand it, but, you know, I sometimes I found some church people and some Christians to be some of the nastiest people that I've met, you know. So oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm so not I'm, saying it's not. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, so I'm I understand. What, I mean, God is is the ultimate, you know, and for however you define God in your life, I mean, we you know, we have tons of religions. So, you know, there's definitely a divide, uh, you know, in regards to religion, even though I believe ultimately, you know, everybody is, you know, worshiping the same, you know, the same ultimate being. Uh, But, uh, you know, the Bible has been rewritten and, you know, God has, you know, you'll see white Jesus in a lot of these churches and, and, and that's not what I believe to be, you know, the true depiction of, of Jesus. You know, I've seen the Pope worshiping to a black Mary and holding a black baby. So, um, you know, that's a whole different show too, you know, as far as, and, and then uh, I think a lot of, uh, you know, the Bible was given to a lot of slaves, you know, you can't read nothing else, but read this Bible, you know, forgive your enemy, you know, love your enemy, you know, turn the other cheek, obey your master, you know, so, um, so we could have a whole Bible discussion, but, you know, God is real, you know, but it's also things that we have within us and powers of meditation that we can tap into because God is in us, you know, I think, you know, he's in the universe and he's all seeing and everything, but, you know, he resides in us. And so all these things are just different ways to uh, attract the things that God has given us, you know, so it's not saying, okay, if I'm using my third eye meditation, you know, my intuition and gut feeling, you know, it has anything to go against God. No, God gave it to you. That's why, you know, it's just a matter of being, you know, mastering these things within us. Just like if you want to be the best Christian or the best person you can be, you know, you can also be, the most positive person that you know, and you can also be one person that is so connected with God and the universe that you just have this innate feeling and you have this unknown wisdom that you don't know where it comes from. You know, it's just like, I feel like I'm special, you know? So that's what this is all about. You know, it's not anything. It's not about not believing in God or pushing a different religion. You know, it's just a reaching a higher consciousness, you know, zero stress, anxiety, and worry, you know, shifting your consciousness. Uh, 
you know, for each present moment. Um, you know, I wrote a poem, a poem, a poem, whatever, a poem, and um, and I, I'll just kind of recite it, you know, off the top of my head because I don't have it in front of me. And I read it today. I wrote it, I think, it was inspired by Kobe Bryant, um, you know, when he passed in the helicopter accident with his daughter. And what it said was, you know, today, you know, I woke up and I feel great. You know, I took a shower. I got dressed. And, you know, I've got a lot of things to do today. You know, I told my wife I love her. I grabbed an apple and a banana, and then I headed out and got in my car. You know, I didn't turn on the radio because I wanted to meditate on the things that I have to do today. But today is going to be the day that I die. I just don't know it. And so, you know, I read that today, and that's something that I had written. And it was kind of powerful because, you know, it can be just that way. Today can be that day. You you know, we don't know. We don't know the day nor the hour. So that's why, you know, I think Sister Dorothy said, you know, we got to live each day to the fullest, you know, to the best of our ability. Um, so, yeah, that's what this is all about. You know, it's just that man is a lot to us, chemically, spiritually, physically, supernaturally. You know, a lot of times we get caught up in the natural world and the natural things that are going on around us. But I believe that if we could see the things in front of us in a parallel universe, you know, you looking right outside, you see the houses across the street or you see the cars riding down the street. But if we had the ability, and I mean, we don't as humans, um, but if we could see what was going on in the spiritual realm in the same space that we're in. If we could see who's standing next to us or the spirit that's fighting or the spirit or the angels that are protecting us or keeping that car in front of us from getting hitting us in a head-on collision, if we could see the battle that's taking place around us, I mean, it would just be too much for our, our, our mortal minds to handle. You know, just like they're blowing up Gaza. You know, Israel is, is, you know, got all these American bombs blowing up, you know, Gaza and killing all these, you know, women and children. You know, if we could see the spiritual aspect of that war going on around us, because it's happening, you know, and I think that, you know, and I mean, I don't know, I ain't never been dead, but, you know, once you cross over to the other side, I'm sure all these questions are answered. And I, I'm sure it's like, you know, if I only knew then what I know now, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a spirit now, but if I only knew back then how close I was to success or how blessed I was for the life that I had or for the people that I had in my life, you know, um, I think it's deep. So this is all just taking us to a deeper, higher consciousness. All right, y'all say something. Something. Okay, well, that's good enough. <laughs> Wipe the grease from your lips. Oh, trust me, <laughs> it's, it's done. I'm laying down now. <laughs> I know, that's right. 
but yeah, that's um, you know, I just wanted to just to tap into that and, and share that, you know, um we can go on and on, you know, it's really it's the beginning of the year. We're in January twenty twenty four, you know, we were able to see this year. So that's a blessing. Uh you know, we never know what the year is gonna the whole we always you know, want to have the best year and you know, that we could possibly have. Uh but, you know, there comes a lot of challenges also, you know, sometimes and we have to take the good with the bad, you know, and so being able to do that and just asking God for the strength to, you know, deal with whatever we have to deal with, um, you know, because when much is given, much is, you know, expected, much is required. So, um, you know, I know a lot of people always, you know, say they want this and they want that and they want this, but can you handle that? Because with that comes a lot of pressure. You know, with that, it comes a lot of sacrifice, maybe, you know, a lot of, um, you know, you know, a lot comes with that. And so uh, sometimes people, you know, they say, watch what you ask for. You know, you might be asking for something that you're not equipped to handle, you know, and so uh, everybody can't deal with it. Some of these things and some of the pressure, to, you know, will break you. You know, that's why some of these people, you know, you know, some of these millionaires, you know, they lose their money. They, you know, they jumping off buildings, you know, because they, they can't handle the pressure. You know, they go to jail. They, you know, they hanging themselves because they can't handle the pressure. You know, they can't, can't deal with the crimes they've committed, you know, so. You know, you have to watch what you ask for. So, you know, we're just talking about a higher consciousness, a, you know, ability to be more positive and watch the the things around us change. Um, You know, even if our circumstances are still the same, if we change our attitude and perceptions about these things, we'll feel better in the midst of the same circumstances that's been giving us hell and making us feel bad. If we change the way we look at it and think about it, you know, we don't have to feel as bad, you know, even though it's the same thing. Ain't nothing changed but my attitude, the way I look at it. You know, everything is still the same for now, but except my attitude. I, You know, I ain't tripping on that no more. You know, whatever. I, I've been worried about that too long. And, you know, all that's done for me is giving me gray hair, high blood pressure, you know, and everything else negative, you know. And so I'm no longer going to let that control my life. You know, I'm going to I'm going to have a more positive outlook on the same negative things. And once you do that, you know. Just take baby steps. I mean, it's baby steps. We don't have to, you know, go from kindergarten to to college graduate. You know, just go from, you know, one day at a time. You know, I'm going to try something different. You know, I'm just really going to try something different because everything I've been doing ain't been working, you know. And then you expect different results, but, you know, you're doing the same thing. You got the same attitude, but you're expecting different results. So, yeah, you insane. You know, ain't nobody, maybe ain't nobody told you, 
you know, but you are if you expected things to change. And I have been. I've been and I've been insane for real. You know, I'm you know, I because I just believe that what I'm doing is gotta be the right thing. It's gotta work, you know, at some point, you know. But if it's not working and it ain't working, it ain't been working, it ain't never worked, you know, then something gotta change, you know, because you're getting the same results, it's making you feel bad, it's unproductive, you know. You're wasting time and you're wasting your life. You know, and and for most of us listening, we got more more days behind us than we do in front of us. You know, I'll be 60 this year, so I don't know that I got another 60 in front of me, you know. And and truthfully, truth be told, don't know if I, I want to be here for another 60, you know, because I believe at some point you get tired and then you outlive everybody. You outlive your family, your friends, your kids. So now you got a whole new group of folks. You don't know these folks, these new folks, you know, they don't operate from the old school principles. You know, they got this new school and this new school, you know, just sometimes don't work for you. You know, this technology at a certain point, you you like, okay, this is, this is as far as I'm going with this technology. I ain't trying to learn the TikTok. I ain't trying to learn, you know, the X, the Twitter X, you know, I'm good on that. I'm going to stay right here with with the Facebook or whatever, and that's as far as I'm going to go if I participate with that, you know. So at a certain point, I think, you know, our (laughs) – even with these new cars, you know, some of these cars, you know, they so fancy. You get in there, you you know, I'm still learning stuff in my car. I'm like, oh, man, I didn't know I – I didn't know this car did that, you know, or my phone. You know, sometimes I – my little granddaughter had a phone and had a phone doing something I didn't even know it would do. And I didn't had the phone two years. I mean, like, what? But it, but it dials, you know, it dials the numbers that I, I, I dial and, you know, and, and the phone be ringing and that'd be good enough for me. You know, and I know how to check my messages, you know, and send text and check my emails. So, I mean, it works for me, but I mean, it can do so much more. So, that's the thing with our minds and our bodies. We can do much more than we know we can. It's like it's not a manual or, you know, the manuals you get for your new, you know, your, your new appliances and your new, you know, your new cars. It tells you how to operate them. We don't have a manual for our life and for our bodies. So we have to study and we have to learn. And we can do so much more with our minds. You know, they say we only use so much of our brains, you know, throughout our life. What if we used uh, 1% more? You know, what would that do for us? What if we did, you know, 2% more of our brain? You know, what would that do for us? You know, so we can do so much more, you know, just like I've been in the gym lifting weights and working out. I'm stronger than I've ever been. I'm lifting more weights than I've ever lifted. You know, I mean, and it was, and for the most part, it was all mental, but I had to develop my body to handle the, to handle the weight, you know, and so I'm pushing up more than my body weight, you know, I weigh 250, you know, I'm pushing up more than 250, then I'm looking at it like, I'm, I'm looking at myself in the gym in the mirror, like, go, you know, go, Adonis, you the man, <laughs> you the man, you strong, you know, but it's, you know, um, it's mind over matter. You know, I look at the weights on the, on the dumbbell, on the, 
on the bar and it's like, oh man, this is heavy, you know, but then I get down there, I meditate, get my mind right, my thoughts right, then I start pushing it, you know, and then, you know, so I, you know, if I got a hundred pounds of stress, you know, I need to push 150 pounds, you know, of the stress up off of me. And so, you know, we have to challenge ourselves to be better. I don't think, you know, and, and like I say, I'll be 60 this year. So, you know, 20 years, I'll be 80 if I'm still living, you know, and I'm sure I'll still be learning. Uh, but I want to be able to be the best person that I can be so that I can help and teach others and tell others. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. You know, so as long as I put it on the record, you know, you do what you want with the information. That's what I tell my kids. You ain't got to like it, but I'm going to say it anyway, just so, you know, it don't get to a point where, I, you know, I wish I had said something a year ago because now this situation is present. And if I had said something, maybe it would it would be different. So, you know, I'm not that type of person. I'm going to hold my peace. Nah, I'm a, you know, we're going to have a conversation. I'm going to say what I need to say. You know, yeah, I ain't trying to win no popularity contest, and it is what it is. Same thing with this show. You know, I appreciate Jenny White giving me the platform, you know, to, to have, you know, the opportunity to talk about certain things. And, you know, if I can uplift somebody um, or give somebody some information that they don't know, I mean, you know, it's some things that we could, I mean, Red Summer. I want to talk about Red Summer, you know, back in 1919 when, you know, race riots all over the country, over 30, you know, where the soldiers had come back from World War One and felt like, you know, we ain't taking this no more. You know, I ain't your boy no more. You know, we want equal rights. You know, I go and fight over in France or wherever I'm fighting, you know, and and but then I come home and then, you know, I'm a second class citizen. So Red Summer is something that, you know, I want to talk about and delve into. I want to talk about the, the black cities that were flooded and that are that are now underwater, like Lake Lanier in Georgia, you know, used to be a black city, you know, and there's several others. I think it's about 100, you know, cities that used to be, you know, predominantly black, you know, but these white people ran the black people off and and then flooded it and now they're they're rivers i mean they're they're lakes now you know so it's so much information that we weren't taught in school that we don't get that we don't know i mean i'm still finding out things for the first time at my age you know and i'm like oh my god you know so you know and then i talk to you know i go to a men's breakfast that our church have every third saturday and you know at the table talking to older men and, you know, we talk about different things. And then when I bring out some of these subjects and topics and, you know, these men, you know, older than me, you know, in their 70s or whatever, and they don't have a clue. So it's like, you know, this hidden information. Um, and so our short time here on the planet, um, we just have to do the best that we can do to be the best that we can be. And whatever our contribution is going to be, um, you know, I'm just trying to do my part. So it's 920. So anybody else have anything to say other than that? You know, uh, our law of attraction is attracting this Cabernet. It's time to have a drink.
I know that's right. I should have had that when I was eating. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I like. Okay. To, yeah. So Who would you like know, to say something because we're yeah. getting ready to go. Yes, Ms. Virginia. I need Virginia. I need oh, you to um, text me the name of the book. So I was yeah, talking really about. Okay, 15 Ways to Live Longer and Healthier. That's Joel Osteen, my man. I surely <laughs> will. I surely will. I think that's a good thing. So I can Thank learn you, how to do my, my tools. Have a good day. And gratitude. Oh, yeah. Tell me about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, we have any final words? Anybody want to want to? Okay, Miss Lucy. Lucy, we Lucy. can do it. I can do okay. it. We can do it and make it better. Yeah. Yeah, and what I'd like to say is the best gift you could ever give someone is your time, because you're giving them something that you'll never, ever get back. Get back. That's right. Mm. That's right. Amen. So we need to do what we can do with other people, if we can, you know. So that's all I have to say. I thank you all for coming tonight. I don't know who 914 could have said something. Oh, yes. Well, they might not want you to get a number out. They might not want you to get a number out. Well, what I got to say is go Lions. You know, thank you all for tuning in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go Lions. The Lions (laughs) are going to win. Lions playing football in January. It's been a long time. I've never seen it. So, hey, you yes, all have yes, a great yes. weekend. I, I'll be hanging out with the grandkids. You know, y'all probably heard them in the background. So, and I'll be looking for some real tips tomorrow. You know, so good that they actually fall off the bone. And it's right here in the neighborhood. Oh, you can't beat that. That's good. No, it's right there some mile and corner at none. Oh man! Well, they've been around for a while, so they ain't new. I know, yeah. but your mom didn't know that. Okay. No, I sure didn't. So, May, you got yeah. both of the kids. Oh. Yeah, they yeah they both over they uh they parents in uh Vegas. I got a I got a text right. saying that you know they was in Vegas, so. Right. Never know where she never know where they going. They like Waldo. You you don't know where they at. <laughs> but uh, I'm trying. I'm okay, trying to get. Well, I'm trying to get on that that level. I'm trying to get on that level of vibration. Trying to get up out of here. But uh, it's coming. Okay. It's gonna be a good year, I y'all. Guys. Be all you can be. I want, I want everyone to have a blessed weekend. I have been praying to win the lottery. I told the Lord I don't need all them billions. I'll take a couple of millions. 
All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. I was, no. <laughs> then then no. all four of yes, us yes, are yes. going. If I hit the four million, all four of us are going to catch a first class flight to wherever we want to go. I know that. All right. right. I heard this. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. I thank yeah, I you. I, I just <laughs> Somebody uh, won a $4 million scratch off in the suburbs. So it's possible. Yeah. How but much was it? Four million. Four million. Uh-huh. Oh man. Yeah, but y'all y'all dream That's about so that and, ma- and manifest that into a reality. And uh, we'll talk again next week. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Good night. You just tuned in to another episode of Let's Talk About It with Jenny White. Join Jenny every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time for great guest commentary, interviews, and so much more right here on PBS.